Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. When Florida makes the national news, it is rarely good. Stories out of Florida tend to fall somewhere between head-scratching and soul-searing. Many of you know that I grew up in Jacksonville and still consider North Florida my home. I have an abiding love for this beautiful, quirky, and sometimes very misguided state. As an expat Floridian, I am often embarrassed by my home state. But not this week. My young comrades in Parkland are making me incredibly proud. Less than two weeks ago, the country watched in horror as another school shooting erupted. This time it was Parkland, Florida. The pattern is appallingly familiar. Aerial footage of children streaming out of a school building. Distraught parents waiting at the perimeter. Emotional interviews with devastated families. Stories of incredible heroism. Pronouncements of thoughts and prayers from officials. Ridiculous proposals about arming teachers and fortifying school buildings as if militarizing the spaces of our children will keep them safe. The familiar pattern started to unfold again on Valentine's Day. But then something shifted. The students of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School said, never again. In the midst of unimaginable grief and trauma, these survivors got incredibly clear about what really matters. They mustered this wholehearted determination and answered their call to deeper purpose. In a matter of days, they became the voice of a generation. These inspiring students turned activists are the embodiment of Martha Postlewaite's beautiful poem, Clearing. She writes, do not try to save the whole world or do anything grandiose. Instead, create a clearing in the dense forest that is your life and wait there patiently until the song that is your life 
falls into your own cupped hands and you recognize and greet it. Only then will you know how to give yourself to this world so worthy of rescue. The clearing in the dense forest of David Hogg's life turned out to be a closet at Marjorie Stoneman Davis High School. In the midst of the rampage, David hid in a classroom closet and thought, what impact have I had? What will my story be if I die here? He reports, the only thing I could think of was to pull out my camera and try telling others' stories. As a student reporter, as an aspiring journalist, that's all I could think. Get people's stories on tape. If we all die, the camera survives. And that's how we get the message out there about how we want change. The haunting video shows David conducting hushed, real-time interviews on gun control from the foxhole he's sharing with his classmates. One young woman says, I don't really think there's anything new to say, but there shouldn't have to be. If you look around this closet and see everyone here hiding together, you would know this shouldn't be happening anymore. No one deserves this. No amount of money should make guns more easily accessible. David asked a student who identified as a gun rights activist how she'd been impacted by the day's events. This young woman who'd been planning her 18th birthday party at a gun range says, this experience was so traumatizing I can't even fathom a gun in my house or on my body. To have the bullet pointed at me, at my school, my classmates, my teachers, it's definitely opening my eyes to the fact that our country needs more gun control. Hours after being rescued from that closet, David Hogg got on his bike and rode the three miles back to school. He knew the media was camped out there and he had a message for the cameras. In the first of his many pleas to lawmakers, David said, there cannot be another mass shooting. Please, we're children. You guys are the adults. Take some action. Work together, get over your politics, and get something done. No more kids are going to die. We're going to hold you accountable. Emma Gonzalez is the brassy senior known around Stoneman Douglas for sporting a buzz cut, handmade clothes, and an armful of bracelets. She is a kid who decided that she wanted to shave her head, and so she convinced her reluctant parents with a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> In 
In the wake of the shooting, Emma was invited to speak at a rally in Fort Lauderdale. She approached the podium clutching a stack of papers that included her dashed off remarks and her notes from AP History. That visionary speech became a viral call to action and established Emma as a key leader in the burgeoning Never Again movement. Emma told the crowd, every single person here today should be home grieving, but instead we are up here standing together because if all our government and our president can do is send thoughts and prayers, it's time for victims to be the change we need to see. Maybe the adults have gotten used to saying, it is what it is, but if we students have learned anything, we've learned that if you don't study, you will fail. And in this case, if you actively do nothing, people will continue to die. It's time to start doing something. We are gonna be the kids you read about in the textbooks, not because we're gonna be another statistic about mass shooting in America, but because we are gonna be the last mass shooting. We are going to change the law. That's going to be Marjorie Stoneman Douglas in that textbook, and it's going to be due to the tireless efforts of the school board, the faculty, the families, and most of all, the students. Wait patiently until the song that is your life falls into your own cupped hands and you recognize and greet it. Only then will you know how to give yourself to this world so worthy of rescue. Emma and David are just two of the hundreds of amazing Parkland kids who have transmuted their suffering into action and sparked a revolution. In 10 days, we've seen more movement on gun control than we ever thought possible. Corporations are scrambling to cut ties with the NRA. Recalcitrant lawmakers are softening long-held positions on gun restrictions. Cash is pouring in $3.5 million and counting. Hundreds of thousands of students are making plans to attend marches across the country and participate in the National School Walkout on April 20th, which is the 19th anniversary of the Columbine shooting. In the midst of their extraordinary success, the Stoneman Douglas kids are unequivocally clear about what matters. Standing firm in the truth that children's lives matter more than guns, money, or politics, they've refused to let the news cycle move on. Forces that once seemed intractable 
are unraveling in the face of their prophetic anger and youthful hope. No longer victims, the Stoneman Douglas students are on fire with purpose as the Never Again movement sweeps the nation. One of the most amazing pieces of this story is the way the Stoneman Douglas survivors innately assumed the mantle of responsibility for the safety of every student in every school in America. Losing 17 people to a senseless, preventable tragedy could have easily driven them to bitterness and despair. But instead, they've been awakened to wisdom, compassion, and a relational sense to their place in the world. The Parkland students declare never again because they know that belonging to an interdependent web of life means working for the well-being of all. This sense of mutuality is at the heart of every social movement that has ever succeeded in changing consciousness. Thankfully, most of us will never be tested like the students of Stoneman Douglas. But we can still rise to greatness and give ourselves to this world. It's so easy to forget what really matters as we move through our daily lives. Rumi, the 13th century Persian poet, said it this way. You set out to find God, but then you keep stopping for long periods at mean-spirited roadhouses. Let's amplify the song of Emma and David and the many emerging Never Again leaders. And let's amplify them as we listen for our own song. We don't need the threat of a gunman to ask, what impact have I had? What will my story be if I die here? We gather in spiritual community to remind us to stay awake. May this sanctuary be a clearing in the dense forest that is your life. When you listen from a place of quiet, what is the deepest aspiration of your heart? What is the song that is your life? Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.